Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rifles Only Accuracy Podcast. Everything center fire and rim fire. Just going to get rolling with this one really quick. Keep in mind, it is February. This is match month. Train up starts on the 13th. That goes from uh, Monday through Wednesday, day off on Thursday. And then the brawl is the 17th and 18th. Uh, remember, you can always put in your questions here at ROAP at RiflesOnly.com. So um, I'm just going to go through a quick sponsor list that we have going for the brawl this year. DST Precision, Bartland, Spartan Precision Rifles, Neeson Outdoors, Leopold, Hornady, Manners Composite Stocks, Cool, GA Precision, Thunderbeast Arms, Mile High Shooting Accessories, XLR Industries, Armageddon Gear, Magpul, Primary Arms, Proof Research, Roberts Precision Rifles, Fix-It Sticks, Hoppies Champion, JC Steel, Foundation Stocks, Wilder Tactical, Two Vets, Vortex Optics, Sig Sauer, Target Hanging Solutions, Tactical Works, Geoballistics, Defiance Machines, Webad, Short Action Precision, B&T Industries, and Redbeard Gunworks, the local guys around here. So with these, uh, looking at this list, anything that you need to get started in this sport or to enhance what you have, you can certainly do it. And keeping with that, we have a guest with us today, Daniel McNamee from Two Vets. Dan, say hi. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Thanks for uh, taking the time out to visit with us. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, good. It's, it's good to jump on and finally uh, get, get this going. So. Yeah, man, sounds good. Yeah, you guys were kind enough to send down a couple of tripods uh, a couple years back. And myself and Lindy, who are, you know, at every class here, we, we've been using those things, you know, since then. He uses, uh, I forget which one, I think a no name, and I'm using the 40 mic mic. I think you disconnect, discontinued that one. But uh, yep. I, I love that. I love these, these two vets tripods, man. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where were you born? Uh, how'd you grow up? What is, what's going on with you? Uh, so I was born Springfield, Mass, kind of rotated all over the place uh, in Massachusetts, uh, played ice hockey for 15 years, typical uh, knucklehead when I was younger. So, I mean, it's uh, got out, joined the Marine Corps, and then doing this for the last couple of years and really loving what I do. So, Well, good. What would you do in the Marine Corps? Uh, I was Motor T, surprisingly. Okay. So I was one of those guys that literally walked into the recruiter office and said, hey, man, I don't I don't care what I do. I just want to get out of here. And, uh, yeah, that was the path that I ended up following. So. Well, going. good. And how long were you in? Uh, I did four years. Then I got out and, uh, yeah, and just, and just got into the business side of it and precision rifle shooting. So really enjoying it. Well, good, man. Good. Well, uh, you, it's two vets sporting goods. Yeah. So, so it, so two vets tripods, uh, two vets tripods. I think now, uh, there was two of us when we started, mm-hmm. uh, the long short of that was basically had a business partner. Uh, we were selling scopes, chassis, targets all the other fun stuff kind of started doing that. And then we opened up in the tripod part of it and he wanted to do the mom and pop gun shop route. And I wanted to go a different path. So we ended up separating ways, but at that point I already had, you know, good bread brand recognition, you know, customer audience, all that other fun stuff. So, uh, people really knew it, you know, knew us as too bad. So I wanted to keep along that path. So I ended up keeping the name. So okay. the other Part of that is we do a lot of uh, military law law enforcement first responder discounts. So I find that being a veteran-owned company and they know you're a veteran-owned company, um, it's kind of like one of the touchy subjects that most guys don't like to ask for. Um, but if they're talking to other vets, you know, it's not as big of a deal. So we do do a lot of uh, discounts for the military law enforcement and first responders. So. Well, good. Good. Is this And so you're you're just pretty much in tripods now? 
Yeah, yeah. So tripods, and then we just kind of we're still it's still a tripod accessory, but we actually just kind of came out with this thing. It's called the tripod PP. Um, it's actually kind of a really interesting thing that nobody's ever done, but essentially, uh, it's a, you know, you take one of our, our tripods and you deploy it, you can throw the tripod TP over it and it becomes a field expedient shelter. Okay. Um, you can make a hide, you can do whatever you want, a blind, I mean, you name it, you can, you can do it. And it's pretty big to the point where if you're not like six, five, you can probably sleep under it if you had to. Okay. Um, which is kind of cool. It's, it's something different, to be honest with you. So. Does it have a floor in it? So we're going to do it with the capability of a floor. Uh, we got like three of the models we're working on right now. One we put to market, just a single zip. Um, and we have other models that we're going to be building out. And this is kind of one of those things that, um, you know, just came about because I was in Rock Castle a few years ago and I was just getting rained out hardcore for like three days with no shelter. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, Misery kind of makes some of the best uh, product ideas to be honest with you right and what what, what this it, how does it how does it attach i mean does it a, does it go over the tripod completely so you don't have any any chance for rain getting in the top or is it just on the sides or how does that work so it's so it's, it's basically you deploy your tripod kick the legs out throw the tp over it'll go down it'll go around the three foot pads and then you'll have state points okay um so i mean as far as Staying dry, you'll definitely stay dry. Um, when we do a floor pan, we're definitely going to keep it in consideration that. But, um, you know, this has been kind of an ongoing idea for the last two years that I've chased down. And then we introduced that shot. And, uh, you know, there, there's a lot more to it that we're, you know, the path that we're going with this. So it's, it's super new. Nobody's done it. And we're happy to, to be the first one to do it. So. Okay. And, and you see this, you see this evolving in the future into, into more things like you don't have a floor now, but you're going to have one in there soon. Yeah. So we're going to try and build it. Um, you, you know, I'm back and forth on a lot of different things, but we're, we're probably going to do one without a floor option. And then we're going to build onto it with, you can add a floor option onto it. And then we'll have other ones with windows with, you know, shoot through screen and, you know, all the other fun stuff. So it, it's really going to be, we're going to build on a couple different models and then, um, I'm, I'm working on capability to put, you know, if you're, if you're, it's really nasty and you're on the backwoods, um, you put stove in it. But, you know, one of the, one of the things we're going to build into another model we have coming is we're going to do, uh, the door. We're going to do a three-sided panel. So in the center of the door, you're going to have a blaze orange, uh, panel that you can cut out and use as a star panel if you're in the backwoods and you get hurt and mm-hmm. you need to get found. So. Uh, it's interesting that you say that because that was my next question. I was going to ask if you were going to do a color in blaze orange in case someone's out there, they you know get a broken leg or something like that. And, you know, just you, you see something blaze orange up on the side of the mountain. So I'm, I'm glad that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that y'all are going to do that. And what. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of requests for really kind of some super OG colors. M81, multicam, you know, white alpine. I mean, we're going to start out with three basic colors and mm-hmm. we're going to build on that as it goes um and and yeah i mean it's a it's honestly like if you've ever been miserable enough or you know you're going to be somewhat miserable like you the the cool thing about the pen is it folds down the size of an algae bottle currently mm-hmm. uh, so it's only two about two pounds so i've looked at a lot of single man tents depending on budget they range widely in weight range right so most guys are already carrying a tripod so, you know, say you have something like a kit that's three and a half pounds, you have this, you know, you have the system you can throw over it, that's five, that's five and a half pounds total um, versus carrying, you know, a five pound tent and then a five pound tripod, you know, we're looking to reduce the weight and then potentially 
go into even lighter fabrics and try to get within a pound and a half down to a pound. So. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And is it, is it specific to one of your tripods or will it work on, on any of your tripods? So it's going to need to work. So it's, it's, you're going to need to have a tripod that's taller than 65 and a half inches. And okay. the reason that is like the, the 40 doesn't have that. Um, the no name doesn't have that, but the biggest reason that is because those taller heights, you really need that to get inside of the, you know, the system. If you have a shorter height of like say 58 and a half inches, you know, your vertical height, when you get under it, you know, it could be like, you know, from, from hip to torso, it could be pretty short. So, um, the reality of it is we're going to, we're going to make it adaptable to other tripod models that at least have that height. But, um, I would say if you're, you know, you got something shorter than that, it's really, I'm a very honest person when it comes to business. I mean, if, if it's, you know, you're looking to use it with like a 40 inch tripod, I'm going to tell you it's not going to work. Right. You know? So, um, that's kind of one of the things I do differently as a company, you know, is just, I try to make sure when people buy stuff, they get what, what they're looking for. So, right. I hear you. I hear you. I didn't know if you were going to come out with a tripod that's like specific to this, that worked in conjunction with it, or if it was going to be able to, if just, just a height requirement. So it sounds like it's just a height requirement. Correct. Yes. And I mean, anybody that's bought any of our newer stuff, so like the kit has been super popular for the backwoods, backcountry, um, all of our recons, QDTs, you know, anything that has that max height, um, they, they all have the capability to use the system. And really this system, I mean, you can pack it in your pack, you're at a PRS match, we ain't got cover to get under. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's really kind of one of those things that, I mean, really in any scenario, if it's miserable out, you probably want to have this thing with you because it's, it, it's going to keep you dry and a little less miserable at the end of the day. So. Yeah. Less miserable is still going to be miserable, but less miserable. Yeah. Less miserable is always better, man. Yeah. hundred percent. Been rained on quite a few times. So it's not, not the best time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> and this is this, like, you know, I, I have, I have that, the 40 mic mic that I use. And so it yeah. has those, uh, if I just spread out the legs, you know, to like normal, when I'm going to be sitting in a chair or standing up, it's got that first level but then also I can, I can pull that, that little tab out and I can make it have a wider footprint, but it's not as tall. And so are, yeah. is this made to go, you know, with the, with the really tall section or whenever you go to that, that first, you know, a little bit wider style. When you go, when you go to the widest footprint. So if you take your tripod, I mean, like I said, we're going to have some adaptability, but when you take your, uh, when you take your tripod and you kick it to the widest point and you can sit under it and you're comfortable, mm-hmm. Um, that then you could kind of make the system work for you. But if you get under it and you're really crunched up, I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. Um, like I said, we're going to, we're going to do some adaptability in it. Um, but realistically, I mean, part of it is, is we have, uh, we have this other cool thing that like we're going to start carrying from tracer tactical, which is the stalker pack. And what it is, is it's a, it's a pack that you can literally throw the tripod PP in. You can roll it up, becomes a shooting mat or a floor for you. Um, you'll have the TP on the inside of it, or you can store screen for whatever you need. It's the full Molly and it's a really minimalistic um, system. Mm-hmm. So that whole system together is, is really kind of killer. Yeah. Um, so, so really at that widest point, that, that's going to be the biggest, the biggest concern as far as the TP is concerned. Right. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. It was really good, good thinking, good thinking. But like you say, when you're sitting out there and you're soaking wet and miserably thinking, damn, <laughs> I wish I could do something different. 
dude, three days of no rain and no cover. And it was, it was not with a lot of pressure issues, a lot of scopes going down, you know, yeah. all the other fun stuff that, that comes with that. But yeah, when you sit around like that and you're miserable enough, you, you think about ways to kind of make your life a little bit better. So yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's like the, you know, the, it doesn't matter what, what you, we have good rain gear, you know, it, it's, it's eventually going to get in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's amazing. Well, listen, let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the, uh, the heads that y'all have available for your tripods. I know that you have several different styles. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if you, yeah, so, so right now we have, uh, four tripod heads that we offer two or 55 millimeter and two or 44 millimeter. So the, the, between the heads, the differences are the clamps up top. So we have one with a full on nine Arcolac clamp, which that system is really killer. You're somebody that has to attach M-Lock or, or Picatinny or any, if you can attach an Arcolock rail on your rifle, what happens is the half moons that are cut out match the stainless steel pins inside of the clamp. So it mm-hmm. alleviates the walking back and forth because Arca is a tension system. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the other one, the other 55 is just a standard, you know, Arca clamp. And same, same goes with the, the 44. There's a full and nine option. And then, um, there's a regular 44 millimeter Arca, but the, Newer ball heads we've had on the market for probably going on a little bit more than a year, year and a half now. Um, they have the ability, so there's three knobs. There's a large main knob, a smaller top knob, and a small knob on the bottom. So where you get a lot of benefit is, is the top smallest knob, you can set the drag on, you know, the head itself. So you can actually put a rifle on there, set your drag, and come off of your rifle and move it and adjust it, come off it, and your rifle will stay in place. And mm-hmm. where that's super beneficial is really just trying to find anything, trying to move and manipulate. You know what I mean? You always don't have to, you know, completely lock down. So you can really kind of run your ball head hands free. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then obviously the panning ability is huge because, you know, you can pan left to right while having your elevation locked. So right. those are, you know, some of the nicer features of the newer ball head that we have out. So. Well, that one, the, the one that y'all sent me, it does the same thing. I, it, the large knob, you know, is like the whole friction lock for, you know, it goes in any direction. But then once I set yeah. that on the proper elevation, and it really helps for me on the range, especially because I'm I'm watching students as they're shooting moving targets. And so I can, you know, I could just sit there just with the pan feature going and not have to worry about losing my elevation sight picture. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's been one of the things, uh, you know, that, you know, ball heads have come a long way from where they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I do everything from predator hunting, hog hunting, you know, PRS, match, da, da, da. and for me that, you know, a ball head is really kind of one of those things. Leveling heads were great to a certain point, but a ball head, you know, depending on your environment, you know, obviously elevation and articulation vertically, you're going to, you're going to want that. So ball heads are pretty, pretty good in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Damn, was there is there any any other information on the on these uh, on these ball heads I need to know about? And what what's the why would I use like the uh, the forty as opposed to the fifty or vice versa? So the big thing the big thing is going to be weight. So I always tell people, uh, you know, fifteen pounds and under, you go with forty four. You know, fifteen pounds and over, go with the fifty five. Um, I'm a huge believer in overkills underrated. So I, you know, if you're going to be on that edge, um, the larger ball gives the larger grip and surface gives you you know, better grip on the actual, you know, the ball head itself. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, back to the overkills underrated. So I personally, if you're somebody that's trying to cut that weight, you know, you say the kit's three and a half pounds, you're, you're going backwards. You got a rifle under 15 pounds, get a 44. So then you're really four and a half pounds full system. Um, 
versus jumping an extra, you know, half a pound to get the extra stability. So mm-hmm. it really just depends on the user's application. If you're not concerned with overall weight, you know, go with a larger one. But if you're really kind of like trying to cut ounces and all that other fun stuff, then a smaller ball head's the ball head for you. So yeah, yeah. And what are these tripods made out of? So carbon fiber and aluminum up top. So you have a very uh, OG. We discontinued that one probably. I don't know, eight months ago, so a year ago, mm-hmm. um, we moved into like the recon. So the biggest difference between like what you have and the recon is it's got newer, faster twist locks. So the quarter turn, um, we went with a ratcheting angle adjustment tab. So if you pop them out, you can lock, they can lock out, mm-hmm. you run it horizontal to the ground and then it'll ratchet back into place. Um, we want spikes that are stored up inside of the feet and stay contained with the tripods. You don't have to worry about carrying your spikes all over the place. Okay. Um, Taller max height, larger tube, better carbon fiber legs. Um, so, I mean, really, we've kind of, we have a V2 series, which is long for short of it, smaller top. So you have a three and a half inch from top to bottom versus a, you know, a 40 or the recon where it's five and a half tapered down to three and a half going down. So mm-hmm. they're a lot more compact, streamlined uh, to, to your pack rather than, you know, being a larger platform. So Yeah. Well, I'll around that, 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 uh, 40 mic, mic in the, you know, in the back of the Polaris, you know, going from range to range. So that's kind of, I don't really care about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's, it's all application. I mean, right. a large part of what I, large part of what I do as a company is people call me and, and like, I have a series of questions that I go through with them to figure out and our customer return rate because of wrong purchase is like absolutely 100% minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if they talk to me just because I'm making sure, you know, I'll call a guy and I'll be like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm hog hunting and I'm, I'm going to shoot PRS matches. Like I want the rock. And I'll be like, no, you don't want the rock. And it's not to me. I'd rather have you purchase what I know you're going to, you know, be happy with. Mm-hmm. than you spend money with me and then spend money with me again. Right. Um, I want to make sure you're getting outfitted for the right gear. So. That's cool, man. That is, that is awesome. Well, what do you, what do you see? What do you see in the future, uh, with tripods? Um, you got anything coming down the pipe that, that is, uh, that we have to look forward to? Uh, so I got a couple things coming down the pipe. Um, you know, one of the biggest goals for me has been to bring production to us manufacturing, which we're currently sourced overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're sourced from multiple countries because we took different, different materials from different countries that we like. And, you know, that's how we're able to get to the price point we're at. So mm-hmm. obviously manufacturing us is going to cost a lot more, mm-hmm. um, which it's just the name of the game with making us manufacturing. So we have a us production line that we're working on uh, and we're getting pretty close to finalizing that up, but we're going to put some key features in those, in those tripods, which I think will be worth the, the, price point jump for those who really do want made in the USA, which, you know, we're perfectly good with. Mm -hmm. Um, But for those who don't want to spend it, we're going to continue to keep offering those big features inside of our overseas production models and, you know, going from there. So uh, beyond that, I mean, it's just, it's going to be continuing to expand, you know, and and just continuing to innovate and try to bring new products to the market that people are going to be happy with and, you know, are going to be cost affordable. Well, let me back you up. What sort of new features, sir? Uh, yeah, I can't talk about that yet, but we will, we will, we will see. I'm trying to, you know, the thing, the thing about me as a company is, is, uh, 
you know, there's, there's a few like random things I'll, I'll rumble off real quick, but when most people call, they talk to me and I own the company and that's, that's, you know, I had a guy call me yesterday. He's like, well, why should I, you know, why should I choose you? And I'm like, well, you know, when you call, you're talking to the owner of the company. You're not talking to, you know, somebody else that I have working for me because I do have people that work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still very much in tune with my business, you know, development sales, all that other fun stuff. Um, that's one of the bigger things. But as far as, you know, the tripods are concerned, I mean, we're taking feedback and development from end users, not just as myself, but guys that are out there utilizing their gear every single day. Um, whether in a, you know, a military perspective, law enforcement, or just straight up PRS shooters. And we're trying to figure out ways to, you know, refine the product and make it better. So there's always going to be continuous improvement. There's always going to be, you know, changes and things that we're going to do along the line. It's just, it's just the nature of beast with the company, but, um, I'm kind of excited for, you know, the couple things that I have in the works. And, uh, I mean, it could be, I, really don't mention it because it could be three months, you know, that we finalize the, the details of it and it's good, or it could be a year because we're not rushing anything to market that we don't think, you know, going to stand the test of time and the use and abuse. So. Right. Right. <clears throat> All right. Well, that, that covers it on tripods. Are you, are you planning on expanding out into other products? Um, so right now the tripod TP is going to be, you know, the tripod TP is going to be the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple of soft good accessories that we're working on. Um, uh, but other than that, I don't, I plan to stay in my own lane. Uh, I, I think it's very hard to be good at everything, you know, good at everything. I'd rather be the best at one thing and then, you know, mediocre at others and kind of space out and take my concentration away from what I think we're, we're doing a pretty killer job at right now. So, yeah. Well, that's great, man. That's great. Well, I, I don't know. I, I know that we've had a lot of people come through here and, you know, really check out the tripods that we're using and they've, you know, where, where'd you get that? And we, I hope, I hope it has meant some business for you in the past. No, yeah, a hundred percent, man. And and we definitely appreciate it. You know, that's, the, that's the thing. It's people like you that you're using your gear all the time that trust it, you know, that speaks volumes to uh, the guys running through courses and stuff like that, because they're, you know, it, it's, I deal with it a lot, you know, guys like, Oh, I saw so-and-so running this and running that. And it's, it's, um, you know, like I got a couple of rifles in my, in my case right now that I'm like, I can't shoot a PRS match with it cause I can't trust it, you know? And that's just trusting your gear is a huge, huge thing to, uh, you know, to do at the end of the day. So you yeah. want to make sure you trust what you have and you know, it's, it's good. Yeah. Well, I, I will tell you, you know, things have, things have changed a lot. You know, the first tripod I shot off of was probably something that you could pick up at Walmart. You know, it was a camera tripod and you had to be careful. It was aluminum, you know, and it was very small, probably, you know, less than an inch in diameter. And it, the, the legs on it weren't even round. They were kind of like that square thing. And you had this little, little tab to pull over to lock it into different positions. And then, you know, the, just the evolution of, of that, that's the first thing that I shot off of with just a, you know, a piece of PVC pipe cut in half that I had, you know, bonded to the top of that thing. Um, and now, I mean, seeing what, seeing what's available out there now, especially, you know, utilizing the Arca system with it. And I hadn't really thought about it, but, you know, in, until right now, you know, that I went through a bunch of tripods, you know, Manfrotto's, just different different ones, you know, over the years that have become popular, you know, just because of, you know, holding up spotting scopes or range finders or whatever the case may be. But when I start to think about it, this this one that I got from you, I mean, I know it's it's old school and been discontinued and probably has a lot of things on it that you've already made improvements on, obviously. 
but this thing has lasted, you know, and it's, it's out in the dust and the rain and the mud and everything pretty much every day. And so that's, I don't know, I think it's a testament. I know that I've been using this tripod more than I have used any other ones that I've had in the past. And I've gone through a lot of them. Yeah. And you know, you know, for us uh, growing as a company, there's, there's always, there's always growing pains, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're three years ago, three years ago selling, you know, 20 tripods a month. Um, and it's way different now, but at the end of the day, as you put more gear out, you know, your gear gets tested and you, the biggest thing for me is, is if your gear goes down and you call me, you email me, I will have parts out to you next day. Um, right. and, you know, it, we're shipping them out. We're getting, we're getting, and I'm happy to say that things are very minimal. You know, like we went through, uh, we went through a portion where, you know, our twist locks were, we were having issues with, you know, a certain lot of twist locks and we were getting them changed since that, you know, all the other tripods that were out there that were using the same material, we didn't have any issues with. Um, and, you know, we've changed the material since then to a better material. And, you know, that, that's the thing. I think, you know, it's like everybody can say what they want, whether you love Vortex, don't like them. The more product that you put out, the more chances you're giving people to obviously, you know, the gear is going to break. It's just kind of inevitable. But yep. how you handle it at the end of the day is the biggest thing in the world, you know, and I've had, I've had things break and I've called companies and I've literally decided not to do business with that company ever again because of how they handled, you know, a a defect or a problem. It it wasn't because it went down at a bad time. It was because, you know, how they handled it is what at the end of the day makes you a good company or makes you a bad company. Right. Well, cool. Well, I know that. Go ahead. No, you're good, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I know that there was a, there was, y'all got, ended up getting a couple. There was a, a buddy of mine that was going to go hunting out in, in West Texas recently. And, uh, he, he came over here to get, you know, everything sorted out for the hunt. And we were, we were using that tripod. And of course I pulled the, I, you know, I pulled the, um, I pulled the spotting scope off of it and, you know, put it, we put his rifle up there and he was able to use that. But another thing that we did is, uh, we, we actually set it up cause I, I knew he was going to be in some canyons and stuff like that. And so we extended, we extended them, you know, not too far or anything else. And two of the legs just came out to the first one, but the other leg, we extended it, you know, all the way out to its widest footprint. And then we just found something to rest that on. And we just made like a, a horizontal bar, you know, to shoot off of and, you know, shooting off one of the legs actually. And, um, yeah. you know, I was telling him, I said, you know, keep in mind, you might not be able to deploy these tripod legs, you know, because of, you know, uneven terrain, you know, the side of a hill or something else. But here's one of the things that you can do. He actually did it on that hunt. He actually used it in that, you know, non-traditional um, con- configuration and ended up ended up getting a mule deer pretty far too, like 350, 400 yards, something like that. So there's a lot of different yeah. things that you can do with these things if you just use your imagination. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's the thing, uh, you know, everybody thinks tripod shooting's like it's cake. It's not, there, there's a lot that goes into tripod shooting, but yeah. um, at the end of the day, you know, tripods have wearable parts and mm-hmm. you know, it's depending on how much you maintain it, you know, where it's at, da, da, da. like I have tripods that li- literally live outside. Mm-hmm. They don't come in my house. They don't go in my office. They literally live on my back porch and mm-hmm. rain, snow, shine, whatever. But right. um, like I went down to Alabama and, you know, I was driving down, I was driving around in the UTV and we're hunting hogs. And at the end of the hunt, I had to take my tripod, extend it all the way and wipe my legs. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that, there's washers inside of the tripods that mm-hmm. kind of alleviate a lot of that material coming up, mm-hmm. but there's still material getting up there. There's plastic inside of there. So plastic dirt over time, 
it you know and that's why we carry replacement parts and tripods because it is you know at the end of the day it's it's one of those things that you're gonna need down the line you might you might not depend on who you are you might not you might never need it um but depending on you know if you're if you're hunting those conditions for a year it's it's very different than you know if you're you're not so right. uh, that's the biggest thing you know how you handle it is, is huge at the end of the day i think well well that's cool man well listen this, this is uh this has been very very enlightening i i don't what is your what is your you already you already selling the tps now or this is i know you introduced them at shot uh but i don't so, think i caught that are you already selling them or are you already shipping them out or when does when does that happen no so we're looking at latest second week of march uh okay. we have a thing on our website www.twovetsportinggoods.com there's a separate there's a separate tab for tripod tps you can go in there select your collar sign up for the in-stock notification and then once we load them on the website we'll you know you'll get an email get notified that hey they're available and then um we're trying to you know early in business i i I'd take deposits or I'd sell stuff and then we'd wait. We're, we're trying to change away from that a little bit. And, uh, you know, we're getting a pretty good stock of these coming in. So, um, second week of March, I'd say probably, but if you're interested in one, go to the website and, uh, sign up for the in-stock notification. So, all right. And then say that, say your website one more time. So it's www.2vestsportinggoods.com and it's all spelled out. Okay. Very good, man. Very good. Well, listen, uh, I know this is going to be a little bit of a short one today, but I wanted to make sure we got you on here and, and got your website out there. And again, I want to thank you for a couple of things. One, taking the time to visit with me today. I really appreciate it. I know that you're busy. And two, thank you for helping to sponsor the brawl. It, it really means yeah. a lot. I mean, it, it really means a lot. I know your tripod already came in. I had a look at it and I'm excited. And I was thinking about trading the one I have for that one. But then I thought, <laughs> nah, mine's got too many scratches on it. So <laughs> the new one's going out. The new one's going out. Yeah. We, we really, really appreciate it. I know that, you know, being a small company, whenever you're, you know, you're supporting out there, that's, that's just, that's just taken straight off your bottom line. And I really yeah. appreciate you doing that. It's a, uh, it means a lot. And if there's ever anything that rifles only can do to assist you in any way, please do not hesitate to ask. That's what we're here for. Well, I appreciate it, man. And I, you know, there's, there's matches to us where we know they do good work. You know what I mean? And I get solicits every day and I really have to, you know, be picky and choosy where we send stuff. And, uh, your guys' match has definitely been one that on my, uh, on my radar to shoot sometime down the line. So, well, it's coming up here on on the 17th and 18th, man. Yeah. I got my traveling schedule after shot. Oh man. I got to, I got to plan a little better. I didn't expect shot to be as crazy as it was, but yeah, one of these days I'll be getting out there. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. And you know, the thing about it is from where you live, you can always come down here and, and, and get a little bit of break from the, from the weather that you guys have to deal with up there. Cause we we're pretty much summer year round down here. Yeah. We had negative two about three days ago and we're about 30 today. So yeah. Yeah. Not us. I need to get away. <laughs> yeah. We're about 83 today. Front's going to come through because we're going to be in the sixties tomorrow, but it's, it's looking for good weather for the match. I think we're going to be in the seventies with the low of the fifties. So it's just about perfect. Um, but uh, I guess the match two years ago, we had a ice storm before that knocked out a bunch of power, but that was just the anomaly. But, uh, normally, yeah. normally our weather's pretty nice down here. We got good hunting and stuff like that. So man, you ever want to make your way down to South Texas and come in and hang out and uh, get some of this um, just slightly north of the border culture. <laughs> this is a good place. <laughs> well, I appreciate the invite, man. We'll make it happen one of these days. 
All right, sounds good. Stay on with me after. I'm going to go ahead and outro this thing. Uh, guys, again, keep in mind, if you want to get in on the train-up, we've still got a couple of spots left. Train-up starts on the 13th. The match is the 17th, 18th, which is a Friday, Saturday. Uh, if you got any any questions that are coming up, if you got any questions for Daniel, send them over to, uh, send them over to ROAP at riflesonly.com. And uh, I will get with him. And like I said, if it, if it gets really, really big, we'll get him back on here. If I can answer the questions myself, uh, I'll do that. But uh, again, thanks for listening and very much appreciate y'all being here.